Hello, everyone, and welcome back to On the Watchlist, starring me, Isaac, Joe, and Emmy. And today we're watching, well, today we've watched a movie called Marriage Story, starring Kylo Ren, the Black Widow, and Dr. Ellie Sattler, back in another movie about divorce. <laughs> that's my that's yes. my bit <laughs> Yoinks. yeah I, it, it wasn't a funny bit but whatever great. all right i appreciated the effort okay <laughs> that's fair that's good enough um so yeah let's let's talk about marriage story <laughs> yes let's um <laughs> all right <laughs> it's um, it, it, we oh. haven't done this in a while it's, yeah. like, you can't tell. Uh, it's you know i was disappointed in it a bit i thought it would be better than it ended up being because uh, i picked this so i i didn't pick this because i thought it was going to be bad i don't do things like that um <laughs> like you did with fear and loathing in Las no, Vegas. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas is a good movie i gave five stars on letterboxd it's good <laughs> i mean it's a classic i'll give it that but yes. it's a classic but it's is it good that's a little subjective yes. no it's objectively good but this was just kind of a little bit boring. Oops, I said okay, it. Okay, no, you you took the words right out of my mouth because I thought I would get into major criticism because I thought the movie, too, was also boring. Like, I have, like, a couple of notes describing the movie. And, like, so I watched the, um, I watched the movie a first time around, and initially I liked it, but usually, I, um, but, like, I've been thinking about it. I'm like... Is the movie that good? So I had to like I had to rewatch. Well, I didn't finish. I didn't finish the rewatch, but I did finish like the first twenty five minutes of it. And even then, like it disappointed me somehow. Like it wasn't that good. Like compared to the first time around. So yeah, the the movie. Like I don't want to say it's like bad or good. It's just it's just like a mediocre for me. I, I just think it it was just. I think it was just okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I gave it, yeah. I think yeah. that there's a lot of things that works in its favor. And then I think that there's some things that could have been executed better. Because I, you guys know what I like to watch. And, like, I like very slice-of-life um, realistic fiction pieces. So this is kind of a home run for me. I enjoyed it probably better than you guys did. Um, is it, like, Oscar-worthy? Um, maybe, like, Adam Driver deserved an Oscar, (laughs) like, maybe he did, because he's an ugly crier and, like, can kind of sing, I guess, um, but that has really nothing to do with an Oscar, I just think that there is a lot of, like, disconnect between some of the performers, what did you guys think about that? Uh, Well, first off, about Adam Driver singing, um, this, just this summer, I saw a movie where he was the main character, and it was a musical, and he sang, all right? Oh boy! And, and uh, what was your uh, reaction to that? To him singing in this totally different movie? Um, yes, <laughs> he was. He was alright. Okay. <laughs> right, like he's just all right. Like he's not the worst singer, but he's not the best. You know. I mean, what did you think about his performance in this movie? Because, like, for me, I thought, like, I thought, like, I might be a little bit more positive on his performance than maybe you guys are, but like. I thought he was genuinely all right. I mean, that's just like my case. Just all right? He kind of had the best performance in the movie, in my opinion. Well, I think the performances (laughs) were probably the best part of the movie and what kind of saves it from being a total wash. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I thought they were really good. I hated the lawyers, which she was supposed to. Well, yeah, that's the point. (laughs) The the, the lady who played the lawyer. Ooh, Laura Dern, head. Dr. Ellie Sattler. Laura Dern, Laura Dern. I think, what's the guy's name? The the guy lawyer? I don't know his name. I, let me, <laughs> Michael Douglas. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Charlie, um, Jay. Oh, shit, Jay. that was Michael Douglas? Wait, I don't know. Wait, I, wait. Don't. I really don't I'm know conf- my shit, Okay, guys. so I wait. Be on a are you talking about the other, like, Charlie's Jay. second lawyer? Yeah, Jay, yes. that's his that name. That was his name, yeah. yeah. But, like, is the actor Michael Douglas? No, it's Ray Li- Liotta. Liotta. Oh, I don't okay. know how to pronounce it's his not name. Michael Why were you Douglas. guys fucking with me? Man. <laughs> <laughs> I never claimed it was Michael Douglas, I thought. Whoever said it. It was Isaac. Is... Isaac Wait, said well, it. I didn't say anything. Shut about up. Isaac, why did you say he was Michael Douglas? It was I didn't clearly say Michael man. Douglas. You Come did. On. That's no. just not cool. Let's just move on from this. Um, okay. <laughs> before we start pointing fingers at anybody other than Isaac. 
What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's okay, okay. Move, let's move on. So the performances were nice, and I think that like um was really what like saved it from being like totally shit. So what did, what do you think, Isaac? Go go ahead, go off on it. I mean. Yeah, I don't know why I said, like, all right. I was, like, I thought, like, you guys might be a little bit more negative or something. Because I did see a couple reviews online that, like, um, most people did criticize the performances. And I'm, like, I thought, the per- I, <laughs> I thought the performances were great. I love the performances on Scarlett Johansson, Laura Dern, beside, despite the fact she was playing an unlikable character. Well, actually, in this case, like... I feel like everyone here is an unlikable uh, unlikable character. And one of my friends said, that's technically the point of the movie. Um, yeah. So I'm not really... Yeah, you're not supposed to like divorce lawyers ever. Well, no, like Especially even like even the, the characters divorce. that Johansson and Driver play, like even their characters are unlikable. It's like trying to... It's trying. It's hard trying to pinpoint which character is like remotely likable. The only character I did like was Charlie's for Charlie's first lawyer, which his name was Bert Spitz, and I I just liked the guy. I don't yeah. know. I thought his performance was great. I think that in terms of likability, like they try to set up Charlie as the likable character because a lot of the movie is from his perspective. I found, which I that's how I what I mean by like it felt disconnected in terms of like you're showing um a story about two people like falling apart and ultimately it was really like it just felt like it was the Adam Driver pity party show at points where it was just like oh what do you mean I can't see my son what do you mean you're gonna sue for full custody and I was just like Dude, that's just what divorce divorce lawyers do. Well, those are that, um, that those are horrible things, though. Yeah, I mean, those aren't good. I mean, I, I mean, like, pretty upset about. Were, that. <laughs> I mean, looking at his perspective, yeah, it's horrible things, but it's not like. Well, yeah, it's horrible, but, it's but like, like, why does it have to be from his perspective? Okay, and also he fucking cheated on Scarlett Johansson. Like, I feel yeah, like yeah, but that's that character only... isn't like properly developed either she just shows up once and then she's just gone oh yeah he's literally she literally like he forgets he's having an affair with so her. like wait what's Happens. even the, the point funniest of, like... line in the movie is like when she's like yo like we slept together when you were married and now you're like not and he's like yeah but like we weren't really married <laughs> i'm like uh like my question is like why introduce that character if she's just gonna make like a minor appearance in it like that what 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 sense does that make like she only shows up for like the first like she only shows up for like 10 seconds and then poof she's gone it's like because, she's never heard of it's because she was such a minor part in his life it's it, it exemplifies her role in his life it was just a fling i think that they just put, i mean okay well here's the thing there's nothing wrong with a fling but when you're like married and you sleep with someone else that's just like bad yeah and well, that's, i feel I, like of they course, didn't elaborate wrong. enough on that like yeah scar joe was upset she was like you fucked this girl and he was like but but you stopped having sex with me like as if that's an excuse for you to like go cheat on your wife i just felt like that that set a really bad example and then they were painting him as like the good guy which none of them are good guys but yeah. you know he i guess adam driver had more redeemable qualities but like he cheated on his wife that automatically sets him back like pretty far yeah i mean i guess well the equivalent for i I like how we just don't call the characters by their names we just call them by the actor (laughs) i mean i'm Uh, calling them well i'm gonna call them by kylo ren black widow and dr ellie Sadler. because why not yeah fair (laughs) enough but um i guess the equivalent for scarlett johansson is her hacking his email which she basically the the movie didn't at least establish any reason she would have done that like yeah, reasonably yeah and that is kind of a felony <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah that never amounted to anything also i mean all of these characters are just doing bad stuff and like yeah like it's trying to switch like perspectives like okay who's the good guy in this situation nobody. but like none of them nobody think, is well, the way i saw it is that like this movie is like an anti-truman show because in the truman show that whole movie is about how like you would like anybody if you just saw them in their like intimate personal moments you know, that was, like, the point of the Truman Show. Everybody liked him because they saw him, like, in those moments. In the marriage story, the the the, the, um, the, the message is you would hate anybody if you knew what they were like in their intimate, personal <laughs> moments. <laughs> so that, that's Speaking really what I got from it. things to hate, 
the award for the worst character in the movie goes to the fucking eight-year-old son. Uh, yes, let's, oh, no. let's talk about The him. kid, the actor oh, did a boy. good job of portraying a little asshole kid. The character was just a little asshole kid. But the actual characterization of the kid, he, like, when Scarlett Johansson's like, oh, yeah, I call him on being an asshole. And I'm like, you should. He's a fucking asshole. What, the way I see it is that, well, yeah, I mean, the kid was a little shit, but everybody was a little shit when they're eight. And, you know, his parents are going through a divorce. That's a shitty situation, too. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Well, I Fuck feel it. like that they didn't really portray, um... The kids, uh, his name was Henry. Let's use his name since we don't know the actor's name. Um, they didn't portray... Well, his name is Azib Robertson. Uh, too complicated. Azib. We, we need a more American uh, name that I can, uh, like, understand. <laughs> um, Mr. Robinson. <laughs> Mr. Robinson. There yeah, we go. Perfect. Lovely. Um, so, about Mr. Robinson. Yeah. he. I feel like they didn't develop uh, Henry's character enough. You mean Mr. Yeah. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Henry Robinson. No, his name is Mr. Robinson and you will refer to him as, as such. I don't I don't think Mr. Robinson would, would like being referred to as such, but I found that his character uh didn't really feel much of the fallout of the divorce. He was just kinda like, oh, I I get to go back to mom and dad's house now and you know, I understand it's it's a marriage story. It's about marriage and these two adults coming apart but when you have a child uh, in the midst of a divorce it's traumatizing for them and the movie's already pretty long i mean it's like any movie over an hour and a half i'm like ugh, long but like, i mean unless the movie is good then you're yeah i get it, it. but like but in a movie like this but this it's movie like... actually i'm surprised you guys thought it was boring because this movie had my attention the whole time and i watched I mean, it like, like throughout I mean, two like, days <laughs> <laughs> I watched it all at once. I, I only watch movies in one sitting. Yeah, well, I, I I watched it, too, in one sitting, too. Like, I watched it on Wednesday, and, like, even then, like, there were several things that I had, like, issues with, especially, well, I guess, like, in terms of the cinematography and editing, like, the editing on some parts, I don't know what they, what they did with the editing, but really? I don't know if you noticed, I don't know if you noticed this, Joe, but, like, some of the shots, like, there are some certain scenes, I think this happened, like, three times throughout the movie, but some of the shots, like, they're, some of the shots are so short, and they just cut really quickly. Yeah, I did notice there was a lot of cuts. Oh, yeah. Um, it, but it, I think that, I think that there was at least, I found some rhyme and reason to it, like, there, like, um, like, there was a scene, as it got more intense, it got closer to them, so, like, they had to do cuts, but, um, I guess... What really bothered me about the cinematography is that um, the problem with, you know, streaming a movie is that there's like a certain amount of compression and shit. And this movie was obviously shot on, I think, like 16 millimeter film, probably. So I think there's supposed to be a lot of film noise which is a no-no oh, yeah, I when did you're streaming that. video. So instead of there being like film, like noise, and like what's supposed to be there, it just kind of created a blurring effect, and I was like, oh, "That's shit." But you know, that's not really the movie's fault. I mean, do you think it's worse than what God's Not Dead did? What did what like, did they do? Like you talk, you talk, you As talked about like the audio. Nothing. It's oh. like, do you commend them for taking an artistic risk, risk, or do you would you rather them have just done nothing? <laughs> well, I think. Well, I mean, it's not really a risk. It's just the. It's just they shot it on sixteen millimeter. I think. I think shooting it on sixteen millimeter was probably. Um, a good choice because it kind of makes it more um intimate, more homey. Like the, uh, you know, it changes the lighting. No, it, I think nice, it was a good it's choice a nice overall. Soft gradient. It almost makes it, it feel older than it actually is. Yeah, I'm just shitting on streaming movies and <laughs> the compression. I mean, I don't blame you, Joe. I also do the same thing because, like, I I yeah. just don't like streaming move like movies. Yeah. On, yeah, yeah. I don't like yeah Netflix originals or Disney Plus originals in general. Mm. Yeah. And it sucks because this was a Netflix original, so like very few people actually saw this. Probably like the way it probably should have been seen. I mean, it was released. This. It was released on theaters. Yeah, um, like very, very limitedly. Yeah, but. and it did get a home media release, which is which I think is rare when it comes to like straight straight to streaming. Yeah, that's what sucks about that too is that they so rarely get like put on DVD and Blu-ray, so like there's no like official preservation. Yeah, it's like it's really I mean, really, it's out there really somewhere annoying. in the director's archive, but you know, that's yeah. not for our eyes to see. Um 
But going off of the cinematography bit, I liked the cinematography. Uh, I think there was mm-hmm. some inconsistency. There were some shots I noticed that were very Wes Anderson, and I was like, that's a little weird. Um, there was like a quick flip around to Scar Joe a couple times, and I was like, that's a little odd. Um, but I really liked how, in terms of the cuts, uh, I actually didn't notice too many cuts. I noticed a lot of um, extended shots, and I really appreciated that. Because I think it's, you know, it just says a lot about you as a filmmaker and your actors if it's just cut, cut, cut. But, like, there were scenes where it was just camera rolling for, like, two minutes straight. And, you know, no one broke character. No one, you know, did anything out of place. And which you can see in some movies very clearly. But I think I just have a lot of respect for this movie because, again, it captures a very slice-of-life feel. And it does have that gradients on the 16 millimeter, so it's like very homey. Um, ironically, for a movie about people like moving out of a home and like divorcing, but I I really enjoyed um, the shots that they did. There were a couple shots of the kid through like the window or a plant. Um, the opening shot of Scarlett Johansson was very nice. Um, the opening monologues, what did you guys think? Did you think that that was a creative choice and like that was a good creative choice on the movie's part? Yes. I did think yes. it I did think it was a creative choice. Like it, like when yes. I saw the monologue, yes, I was hooked on uh, it was hooked immediately hooked into the movie. But then it got boring later on, so I I, I don't know. <laughs> it kind of, well the the thing is, I think it's like about how like, you know, all relationships and shit start out with like the good stuff. And so the movie started out with the good stuff. Insane. And also, it made these characters not completely, like, you know, assholes in the beginning, you know? So you actually, like, gave them a bit of a chance. I don't think that they were complete assholes. I mean, I'm definitely more team Adam Driver, even though he kind of, even though he cheated and he's a scumbag. But, like, you know, I feel like Scarlett Johansson wasn't given enough character development as she was owed. I feel like all of her character development was an extension of someone else's. Like, oh, let's make her seem nice in comparison to Laura Dern, and let's let's make her seem um, uh, more grounded in comparison to her mother and sister, who are just fucking weird, and it's just... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the grandma character was especially weird. She didn't look like why. a grandma. She looked like she was a little bit older than Scarlett Johansson, and I was just like, you really could have picked an older woman to play this Well, role. I don't know why, but I just didn't like the grandma character. I thought she was very annoying. I don't know how you guys thought about the grandma character. She reminded no. me a little bit of my grandma in the sense that, like, when when my mom or, like, when I was in fights with friends, like, they would still come over here to hang out with my grandma. And she would just be like, oh, I love that person. I'd be like, Granny, I, I stopped talking to them, like, three years ago. She's like, well, they, they're not mad at me. Like, you know. <laughs> I feel like that was the mom, you know. I, I guess we're going to be talking about, I, I think probably my main problem with the movie is that, like, the whole thing is, like, super petty and super shallow, which I know is the point. But, like, there isn't really any, like, larger meaning behind it besides just the petty and shallowness of it all. And, like, we all know, like, you know, this is how shit goes. It's like, I was just watching this, nodding my head, and like, yep, yep, okay. Uh, and, like, I, I just I just didn't feel like, I felt like it was just, like, this whole movie, even if you look at it, like, look for the deeper meaning of it, it it's just all, like, like, okay, and? So divorce is, makes people petty, and it the lawyers suck, and it sucks for the kid, and it, um... Yeah. I mean, okay. like, the kid didn't, like, and yeah, well, like, what Emmy mentioned before, the kid didn't even look, like, he was all right with it. Like, he didn't, he didn't care. He right? was a little yeah. shit. Couldn't even, like, he was just learning how to fucking read the whole time. He was like, oh, God. I, I did really like the ending. Um, I like how it, it, it felt like I was reading a good essay. Like, you tie it back to the very beginning. Yeah. Uh-huh. And come full circle here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would say the ending was like the ending was the ending was fine. As soon as the ending came, I just put down my phone and did, and just like just relaxed for a bit because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because I just like it's it's just it's a it's a mediocre movie for me. Like the ending was great, the opening scene was great, but when you get into the middle of the entire movie, it's just like uh, 
Like it's like some. I feel like some certain some scenes just drag on, and I just I just kind of lost it. The thing is, I I liked some scenes in some specific parts, but like. It was just surrounded by just like this dry shit that like the the whole scene where um Scar Joe's talking to the ther- like the um the lawyer for the first time just goes on and on and on with the most mundane shit that like you could have just you know fucking implied like oh you thought the scene was also very long yeah there was like two whole sentences of like things that we needed followed by like five pages of shit that we just didn't oh and yeah again, it feels like. <laughs> If this movie was, like, made in the 90s or, like, the 80s when, like, divorce was more taboo or whatever, it would be, like, okay, fine. But, like, nowadays, it's, like, well, why are you even, like, like, what's the point? Like, at least show us and don't tell us if you're going to, you know, characterize your character in such an obvious way. Yeah, that, no. uh, The thing is, like, that scene in particular was, like, very, very, very boring. Like, okay, yeah, we got the part why... Um, Black Widow doesn't like Kylo Ren and wants a divorce, but then she just goes on and on and on to Dr. Ellie Sattler, and I just kind of got bored of it. I just, I was so tempted to skip the movie, but I I just wanted to keep watching it and see where it's going. But yeah, like, I, yeah, I would agree, like, this scene just felt very long, and there's, like, so much filler you can just cut out in that one scene alone. And I, I do think that, like, the part where, like, like Emmy said, there's a lot more telling than showing, which is usually not what you want to do. I think that was an artistic choice, and that made sense because, like, neither of them were, like, reliable. And, you know, they didn't, you don't want the audience to know who's right and who's wrong on certain things because then the audience picks sides, and that's not really the point. But um, I, I just feel, and there are some scenes that I liked. I liked, um, the fight, the scene where, like, they do the shouting fight. And, yeah, I um, like that scene, too. The guy's new apartment. That was, that was so was a hyped up, though. Like, whenever I've seen clips of this movie, it's, like, the fight scene. And I think I was expecting, like, I guess it's just because of things I had heard. Um, or maybe it's the oversaturation of that scene in marketing or whatever. But, like, I really thought that this was going to be a story about people who really loved each other, who, like, hated each other after a while and other than that fight scene i just didn't really get that it was you, you're right like it's a lot of pettiness and shallowness especially on scar joe's point of like her end but i think that that's really just due to the fact that um and it sounds cliche but it's like there really is um you know what i feel like it's not a lack of communication i feel like this is the first story that like shows how too much communication can end a marriage because they're always like, Oh, we, we want to move to LA. We want to move to New York. We want to move to Europe. We want to do shit, but like, are we going to, I don't know. And I feel like there was, there was so many ideas from the both of them and so much that they each wanted that, um, that they just kind of threw out there and it never got resolved or it never came to fruition because of like how clouded it all got in terms of like yeah you know wanting yeah, too big to it was kind of like um like la la land a bit in in terms of like when you have two people that want to do like artistic things and be in the industry you know that can cause a lot of animosity because you know, you may have completely different ideas about what good content is and about what, how you want to cement your legacy and things like that. And I think that these two people failed to realize that they should have just been content with each other as their, as their legacy, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's, what I got from the movie is kind of the whole thing, you know, people who used to love each other, now they hate each other um well not hate i guess it's just like they it's people who love each other but aren't functional together and in a perfect world situation they would be able to be married and all that shit they're just like it's like you know when you love somebody but you like personalities just they just you know don't fucking mesh well and it's you know extremely frustrating for like everyone involved um i guess that's kind of what i got from it i mean at the end of the movie you could see that there was still like love there you know not like yeah. in a marriage way but there's still love there um but i guess that's what i guess that's what i got from what well, you know those two fellas 
<laughs> I mean, I was like, again, I, I just, I don't know what to say. Really, I don't know if there's anything much I can say about this movie in general. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like all I just mentioned here, like in my notes, is that like. I didn't like the editing that much, and I did notice, like, some scenes just, like, weirdly cut or something, like, I don't know, how, like, how to properly explain this, too, like, after the scene with the lawyer, it just cuts to them at home, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, could there not be, like, any transition or anything like that, like, even the audio, too, it sounded, like, I, I tried listening to uh, this through headphones, too, like, the audio, f like, also cuts weirdly for some reason, um, like after this scene with Laura, um, with, um, Laura Dern and Scarlett Johansson, like after their scene ended, it just weirdly cuts like this, the last line she said, it just cuts. I don't know if like no one else noticed it, but I know, like, I, 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 I kind of noticed it. It's like, like what's with the editing in this movie in general? Yeah. I noticed, I, I kind of noticed the audio thing a bit. I think they should have had PowerPoint, um, fucking transitions between each shot i'm not a big fan of fading out i'd much rather have a cut than a fade out and i noticed like a lot of like when adam driver was sad it would just like fade out and then i'd be like oh okay and i just feel like there was so many scenes that like were there but then they didn't come to anything at the end of the story like the whole divorce court thing we never really know what got settled like and i know it, it would be boring if you if your movie is just like going through a bunch of courtrooms but there are movies like that and they're so much better and like there's literally movies that like take place majority of, of the time in a courtroom and it's way more compelling than this thing was um and i think that that's due to the fact that like this movie just has so many settings um because i feel like they're like oh we're gonna shoot a movie that takes place in LA and New York and we'll get some cool shots and I'm like no you need to utilize setting for the benefit of your story you can't just have these people walk around everywhere you know and have it be like a landmark contest yeah well, yeah I mean I disagree with basically everything you just said <laughs> <laughs> what I said I disagree with basically everything you just okay, said okay Joseph uh, alright let, let's let's see what you have to say Joe um well, with the whole lawyer thing, I think well, the I think the the outcome of that was that the financials would stay untouched, and um, uh, ScarJo gets forty five, uh, fifty five in favor of her custody of the child. No, that part was clear, but like in terms of where the custody was clear, but I guess like in terms of you know moving back to new york or moving back to la like you know that was such a pivotal part like if i had a dime for every time um adam driver in this movie said we're, we're a new york based family like it i'd be fucking rich <laughs> that's basically <laughs> the entire script <laughs> yeah all of his lines um but i just feel like there was so much um hindrance on this like so much was put on the fact that they were arguing and there was this going to be this messy fallout and then there just like wasn't which is kind of nice because it's like nice to see a story about a divorced couple that don't hate each other but at the same time if you set things up and they ultimately pay off to nothing like you did it wrong you know yeah i, th I think the payoff was well payoff in quotes the um uh, you know like the climax of like everything was the the fight scene i guess might as well call it a fucking fight scene why not <laughs> um of the movie um you know because i i mean there can't be like a big cgi battle with adam driver going up against you know scarlett johansson pulls out I mean, a lightsaber. yeah i mean i and also i think like the whole like the, i think the new york versus la thing was um utilized uh like because it, it's like the you know the distance between them it's like how they're like worlds apart you know like la and new york you know it's like a far distance away and also you know it just puts a strain on the whole thing making it more tense because you know adam driver has to always hop on a plane go to la um but you know but you know if, it's hard for scarlett johansson too because her family's there and she's always talking oh i want to go to la i want to go to la 
and she's had to spend so much time away from that so it's like oh well who's in the right you know who's in the wrong who knows who i don't cares? know the movie just keeps on coming up with more reasons why you should like this character or yeah. dislike this character well I, I i don't really have a problem with the ambiguity of um it because there is really no objective i don't know why i'm defending this movie so much <laughs> i don't even really like it but <laughs> i mean the thing is that i don't like the craft of it you know the writing the um the cinematography the acting is all good i just don't like what it tried to do and it did it it did what it tried to do i just don't like its resolve because i just find it redundant and boring and like a little just unnecessary but i think that like everything it did i like this guy is obviously good at what he does um it's just this like i would not mind seeing some others like more of his movies i just don't think that you know the overarching idea or like the you know the um the core of the movie i, I just take issue with well i i'm just wondering joe like why do you have an issue with with the fact because at its core it's a movie about life and about people going through something that you know like 52 percent of couples in america go through um, oh, yes, yeah, like hacking into someone's email to read their, you know, they said. The well, you know, that shit happens. You know, that shit happens all the time. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, it's unrealistic. The thing is that it's, like, too realistic. It's like, we've seen this story time and time again, but it's always been bundled with something else to make well, it, like, more interesting. have you ever seen it done this well? Because you yourself guess, say that, like, the director and writer of the script did a really good job, and I, I agree with you. But I guess, like, you know, you guys are more into the, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but more into, like, the fantasy or, like, kind of the weird stuff. And I always really enjoy a movie that's able to um, capture and elaborate on a really uh, pivotal time in someone's life. Um, the thing is, like, I don't have a problem, like with like this like genre of this movie it's just like i don't really like necessarily have a problem with this movie like i i don't like like in terms of like the um the genre it, it, it is but like in in this case it just felt like boring though like again like some scenes that we mentioned was like some scenes just dragged on some things were just like some like some like were just filler it was like just completely boring like this movie also, for some reason, reminded me of, like, Gone Girl. And Gone Girl is, like, a much better movie than this one because it actually is – it honestly is interesting. Okay, well, like, Gone Girl's a very different movie. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just reminded me of it, though, when I watched it. Well, like, you know, like, guy cheats on his wife, girl gets sad, they fight, they get – Oh wait! Actually, in Gone Girl, they oops, not, not yeah, spoilers that's... for Gone Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, caught myself there. I haven't even seen the full movie, and I know how it ends. <laughs> I mean, but like in general, I just think like this movie is just like I don't, I just don't like this movie in general. I just think it's boring. I, I like I don't know any other criticisms I can kind of come up with, but All like right, yeah, well, Joe, if you, you go guys on. are done. I can whip uh, out the feminist guns if you, if you I, don't. I, I am not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not done. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Joe's not yeah. done. Let me just shut How could the you fuck interrupt up him, because Mary? because the man wants to speak. Yes. Yes. Please. Please. Yes. <laughs> sit, sit, sit down. Sit down. Everybody, sit down. Sit all around. Right, all right. Let's let's give Joe and, his uh, TED talk. I mean, I, I like all kinds of movies. I I don't even I don't like fantasy movies actually, but um, oh, really? I like. That I like. Uh, I mean, it has to be like exemplary. Like, I don't like the Harry Potter movies. I kind of like agree. The... Fair enough. I haven't Good. seen the Harry Potter movies, and we might talk about it in the podcast someday. Oh please, God! No. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, uh, fuck. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Like I, that's why I picked this movie. It's because it does interest me, and I, I do feel like it captures the feeling, but it doesn't elaborate. You know, like it only captures it. It, like I do and like some like, scenes like, it it elaborates a little bit more, but I just think that there was um not enough weight given to each character. Yeah. Well I I don't even have again, like literally every other aspect, like it's fine. Like I think the weights I I like, you know, the mundanity of it all and shit. But it's just that this just as a whole, 
I just feel like this movie says absolutely nothing worth saying. And it's kind of... The movie itself is a bit shallow in that it just wanted to, like, show a story about, like, you know, people getting divorced, which is kind of a problem when you're, you have these long-ass scenes that make you, you know, stop and try to contemplate, you know, what the greater meaning is when there really isn't any greater meaning at all. And it's just like, well... Yeah, I definitely this, think what, that what other than saying? what you pointed out, Joe, about them being um, from opposite coasts and like them being physically and metaphorically far apart, that you're right. There isn't a whole lot of doubleness to this story. It's just what it is. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I just find that a bit like boring. But uh, I mean, like yeah. both our arguments is that this movie is pretty much boring, and I and I like. It's, I mean, I don't know if like Emmy would would agree with us, but I don't I, really I, yeah. think I do, fam. I think I was engaged and I liked it. The um the biggest problem I have with this movie is the lack of parallel structure. Um, let me just bring out my musical credibility for a minute. There is I thought you were bringing out your feminist aspect of it. Uh, that that's gonna come in in just a second. I'm gonna talk about all right, all Laura right. Dern's monologue that I enjoy. Um. But there's a musical called The Last Five Years. It's about um, two, it's about a couple getting divorced. And um, the play, or the musical rather, is structured that the um, woman is singing all of her songs backwards, as in from the time they break up to when they first got together. And the guy is singing all of his songs forwards from when they first got together, from the time they broke up. And there's a really great parallel structure about these two people, because at the heart of this story, there's two people at the heart of any divorce story. It's, it's about, unless you're in a polyamorous situation, but it's about two people and what they're going through. And I just think that there was a lot of time given to Adam Driver and like not a lot of time given to ScarJo. There was a lot more emphasis on her in the beginning, um, but we the movie didn't really cement her likability. Um, I think that the movie is sexist at times because it's trying to um, it's trying to prove to you that they don't want to villainize a woman who wants to go after what she wants, but like they ultimately villainize her for that because basically like she wants to move out to LA and she wants to be with her family and she wants to be an actress. And, um, the movie is trying to say like, oh, he needs to let her go and he needs to let her do that stuff. But at the same time, they're also trying to convey that, oh, well, Adam Driver needs to see his son and Adam Driver works hard too. And he wants to be in New York and, you know, he needs to see his son. And I think that this perfectly segues into Laura Dern's monologue, which I don't know if you guys would think this is a good scene, um, but the scene where uh, she's in the office and um, ScarJo is being interviewed by that evaluator about being a good mother and um, Laura Dern is just like, no, like you can't say you drink. You can't say you yell at your kids sometimes because you have to be perfect. You're a mother. She's like, all women are the prototypical models after the Virgin Mary and the prototypical male is after God who didn't even do the fucking. He didn't even show up. He's in heaven. He's chilling. How dare you. And Isaac, I'm right. (laughs) Does it not say this in the Bible that Virgin Mary just magically got pregnant while still being a virgin and God was just chilling in heaven while Mary had to hold her son crucifixed in her arms while he was dying? Like... And that's the prototype for all women as mothers. And I think that the movie tries to show that, oh, ScarJo is an excellent mother, but they limit her to being just a mother. And they limit her to, um, even in, like, her scenes where she's in L.A. and, like, she's acting, like, she's reduced to so many stereotypes. She's the girl who took her top off in that movie that one time before she gets a serious acting role. Um, Adam Driver's whole argument in uh, court is I made your career because you were the girl who took her top off in a movie and I got you a job in a serious Broadway play or a play that went to Broadway. And I just think that that's my biggest issue 
with the movie is that there are sexist ideologies entwined with it. I, I mean, the movie doesn't commend this behavior at all. I don't think the movie's sexist. I think there's characters in it are sexist. And go back to the court scene. Everything said in that court scene, and I mean, the main characters knew this, you know, for how bad they are, is completely just, uh, like, it's all dehumanizing. And that's, like, the point. Everything both of those people said in that court scene, I mean, obviously, they don't believe it because both of the lawyers were friends and shit, but it was completely wrong. And I don't think. But it extends I mean, so much further. I mean, for me, you guys don't have to agree with me because I'm, I'm just the dumb liberal. Yeah. But like, you know, like I, I just think that like it literally in the fight scene too. Like he brings it up again about how like you know you're always talking about how you made my genius, I made your career, blah 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 blah. Like, like Scarjo was never good enough on her own, and her desires were ignored and that's why even though like you're supposed to hate the lawyers i actually really enjoy laura dern's performance and her character because she's right like women are just expected to do more and be better in the family unit because that is what they are stereotypically inclined and expected to do and adam driver um were made to feel bad for him when he like messes up or like when he like accidentally fucking slices his arm open. <laughs> you know but like if that happened to scar joe you know like when, when she's being honest about her drug use she's like oh i did coke at a party that's polarizing you're like what she did coke it's like you know her her freedom and her uh perception the perception of her in this movie i just feel like and maybe you're right, Joe. Maybe the movie was trying to do that. Maybe the movie isn't sexist. Maybe the movie is trying to show how um, even though the mother always kind of wins custody in divorce battles, that there is still so much more that she goes through. And, you know, of course it's always the, the woman because, like, that's just what's expected. Yeah, that's what the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie was about that I didn't see. I didn't see I had that British Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, but, um, no, like, I guess just, uh, I don't know, I feel like this movie's a lot like Boat, where it's, like, um, too, obviously, like, face value, they're basically the same thing. Um, but, like, it, it's, like, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen is, you know, making, like, the jokes and shit, but it's, like, you're not, like, basically, in this movie, you should be doing the opposite of every action and everything that these people say and do. Because they always make the bad, they always make the, <laughs> literally, the, the one good person in this movie gets fired. Like, <laughs> the, the, the lawyer. So oh, the know. first, like, that, like, yeah, that he's my, he was my favorite character, the first yeah. lawyer. I guess, I, I just saw this whole thing as, I guess, a, um, a critique without, like, really critiquing, but, like, a, I guess a criticism of, uh, you know, the divorce system and shit and i don't think it i don't think it condemns any part of it because you know i mean a lot of you know guys probably pull that card all the time you know i made your career i made you blah 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 yeah. so i feel like that's just part that's part of like the package deal with the movie like oh yeah well, yeah divorce sucks this sucks that sucks you know the kid sucks um, man the Lord kid really yeah. sucks i i just feel like he's the equivalent of the child who just asks why why? It's like, shut up and eat your oh, Halloween candy. That sounds candy. like me. <laughs> no, no, Isaac, you know you're being annoying. This kid is just a prick for no reason. <laughs> we just hate this. All my homies hate the kid from Marriage Story. All my homies hate Mr. Robinson. Mr. Robinson. <laughs> Mr. Robinson. Uh, I have, like, I have a question. Like, What do you guys think about Randy Newman's score for this movie? I really enjoyed the score. I thought it was very pretty. I thought that it tied the scenes together well. I didn't feel like there was too much of it. Um, sometimes there's, like, in God's Not Dead, um, there's just music <laughs> being played over scenes that do not need music and literally makes it offensive. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> but in this movie, I feel like it's spread out quite nicely. I can God's Not Dead is the gold standard of shit on the podcast. Now. I like it. I'm here for it. I mean, let's be honest. It is like the gold standard. 
sorry for that. Yes. Like, like we can easily compare, like, at least it's not God's Not Dead. Every single yeah. movie should be modeled after God's Not Dead. Yeah. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, at least it's not God's Not Dead. Vivo, at least it's not God's Not Dead. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, an alternate title for that would be God is Dead. <laughs> That's so true. That's so no, that would, that would make sense. <laughs> and that's the scene missing from the movie. Where was the scene where, like, they do a drug trip and Johnny Depp speaks to God? <laughs> Deleted scene. Yeah, it's, uh, it's maybe it's in the director's the, cut of the movie. It's in the director archive along with the version of Marriage Story that wasn't uh, super blurry. Although I didn't, I liked the gradients, but... Y'all clearly had a problem with it, so. Well, I didn't. I didn't mind like the color gradient. I just mind minded how the Netflix compression kind of clumped all of the film grain together to like kind of look like a little bit of Vaseline was on the screen. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, don't know. I, well, I mean, what did, did you guys watch this on a phone or did you, a yeah, TV? I, I, I watched it on a phone. The whole time. Okay, I watched. I watched it on like a bigger screen, so maybe I know. Okay, more. Joe. Has maybe that's a me thing. Isaac and I yes. did not. I yeah. saw all the details. <laughs> Every Did you watch it on a 4K, a high K, um, 4K, no. um, 4K movie TV? No, it was t- it's 1080p, and I don't have 4K Netflix, so it was oh, 1080p. That sucks. It was trash. You could have seen you could have seen all the details yeah. on it. Yeah. I could have seen every. You could have seen the pores in Adam Driver's nose when he was ugly <laughs> crying. Hell yes. You can see the individual for. strands of hair on everybody. No, I want the I want the cut of Marriage Story where it's a comedy and they don't change <laughs> no, okay, any guys, of the dialogue. Let's talk about that. This movie was kind of funny. Was I? It was, fun? especially in the beginning. Oh, okay. No, I like. I thought the. I thought it kind of like stopped being funny at a time, but I, in the beginning, I was like, yes. I love who's the guy. I don't know the actor's name, but he's in like so much stuff. The guy with the funny voice who's in the Princess Bride, who was talking. Oh, about I him. know who you're talking about. Yes, yeah. love him. Every single one of his lines, <laughs> majesty. What, what okay, love everything he said. I really one of my favorite parts about the dialogue um, is I loved how everyone was always talking over each other. I think they did it a little too much at times. But I did like that they included that because, you know, it, I've seen so many movies. Like, I just saw Dear Evan Hansen, and it was literally just like, line. Oh, you just delivered your line? I will go next because that is what it says in the script. Oh, yes, it is You guys want to talk now. about Dear Evan Hansen like, on the podcast? <laughs> yes, please. We basically could. Me and Emmy saw it already. You just need to... I, I didn't see it yet. I, I should see yep. it. Yes. I, I need to see it. It's my life's purpose to oh, watch. Oh, Masochist Matthew's really going to Mas- get a kick out of this one. <laughs> Masochist Matthew coming back. Dear Evan Hansen was a ride. But I did. I liked that the actors talked over each other. I did find that um, some of the dialogue seemed a little uh, pretentious in terms of, like, um, whenever she was like, what should we do? Like, how should we get divorced properly? Um, and I think that that kind of goes in with like, uh, some wonky pacing, especially towards the beginning. I feel like this movie didn't really know what it wanted to be at the beginning. And then like towards the end, it was like, oh, we're going to be like a happy, bittersweet ending. Yeah. At at the beginning, I thought this whole movie was going to be like white people problems. Like it would be (laughs) like a, and and it wasn't. (laughs) Well, I thought it was like going to be like kind of a criticism of how like these are all like stupid first world problems but the, I, I feel like as it went on the movie kind of downplayed the superficiality of like obviously like the whole proceedings and stuff are all you know stupid you know and that's the point but um i feel like i don't know like as the movie went on it it, it didn't really comment a lot on like how these people are like relatively speaking pretty rich and pretty well off and shit and I, like it's also, not something like how did adam yeah, driver yeah. just suddenly have the money to hire that other lawyer because uh, that he was took a luck. problem it, it's called yeah. luck it's, it's called he, he, he believed in himself <laughs> <laughs> he believed in himself but, um, he carries there's like a, there's like a line about that um he carries the suitcase he, full of water believe that god is yeah. not dead <laughs> <laughs> yes he directed god's not dead <laughs> it all comes back oh it all comes together this Full cinematic circle. universe now yeah this is in the god's not dead cinematic universe <laughs> dude the, no god's not dead needs to do a number on divorce because you know they're <laughs> oh, itching god, to do that take so 
I feel like I, I thought I I haven't seen the new one. I actually haven't seen anyone except the first one. Uh, but, um, we'll we'll talk about it soon on the pod podcast. <laughs> our day will come. <laughs> our day will come, Joe. We'll watch Don't, all all the God's Not Dead films. Nobody piss off Isaac. <laughs> nobody piss off Isaac. <laughs> Joe, you're the one shit. who always pisses him off more than anybody. <laughs> what I did? You're the one who spelled I mean, his name wrong. Vivo. You made us watch Vivo. Hey. Did I ever spell your name wrong, Isaac? Okay. I never I mean, it's have. It's not as bad um, compared to what you chose for the second episode of the podcast. Guys, Isaac. okay. Vivo was better than God's Not Dead. <laughs> we should start ranking Which these. Isaac chose. So, like, why are y'all mad at me? <laughs> oh no isaac gets a free pass because remember that one time uh i'm not gonna mention his name but that one guy ordered an uber for you isaac and you're like no 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 but the uber was already there because we were seeing that movie oh okay. oh man i don't know the story <laughs> that was partially my fault yeah when we were seeing um no safe spaces <laughs> because i got everybody i knew to sign a petition to get it to play at our theater and it played at the theater so i was like fuck we gotta watch it Wait, <laughs> no no this was like in high school this was like a uh, three or f- this like two or three years ago i, I never That's signed the-, the petition joe <laughs> I, never, I don't think did i signed I? The, did I? I don't, I, I, don't even I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Isaac, I think you might have. Did you just, Did like, pass it around? No, Joe, I think I remember no. you giving it to me it in like English. An on- it was, like, an online thing. Oh, it was like no, the I other wasn't po- fucking involved. Oh, okay. Thanks, oh, okay. Joe. Then I must have not signed it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Isaac did see it, so that's all that matters. And I yeah, well, during that Uber. <laughs> that's an episode for another day. That's um, an episode <laughs> for another day. Are we wrapping <laughs> up on Marriage Story, guys? I think, I think we're getting to the point where we'd rather talk about other movies than this one. Like, no I mean, spaces. like overall, like Mike, like he, like a question to ask myself is, would I ever watch this movie again? No, I would never watch this movie again. Honestly, probably not. And I really enjoyed it, but I still hmm. think it was kind of like a, all right, cool, and on to the next thing, you know. The thing is, like, if a movie genuinely interests me, I would rewatch it, like, and never get bored of it. But this movie, like, I can stomach watching it. But it's just uh, I will tend I I just feel like I'll just skip most of the parts that I felt like were genuinely interesting. I'll just or just skip the movie in general. I don't know. Like that's just my take on it. I, I wouldn't watch this movie again. I mean I can stomach it if someone asks me to watch it with them. But like I wouldn't watch this again on my own time. There's really not like I said. I think that um, how what why you guys mean it's like boring is because there's just not a lot of substance. Like, even with movies like Vivo, like, you can dig into every single choice made by the characters. But every single... I mean, like, with Vivo, there's a lot to talk about it. Because, like, we can just tear the movie apart and just, like, make a joke out of it. This movie, it's, I, I, there's not much to talk about. I mean, at least in my case. I really liked <laughs> Marriage Story. I would not watch it again, but I really enjoyed it. I liked the performances. I liked the subtle commentary on uh, motherhood. And I hated the kid, and that's kind of my full opinion on it. I mean, like, most of the criticisms that, like, I look up online and that I've made, much of the responses, well, that's the point of the movie. And, like, is there any other way you can, like, describe, like, respond to that without saying, well, that's the point of the movie? Like, is it really the point of the movie? Is I think it really? that you should never reduce a, a fundamental flaw within a film to, oh, that's the point. Especially if you have to say it so many times. Like, if you if there's a certain scene someone's talking about and you're like, oh, this scene felt uncomfortable, and you're like, oh, it was supposed to. You're like, oh, okay. But if the point of the movie was to show, like, two rich white people ugly crying in front of each other, um, yeah. Again, I don't think it was bad. I just think it was, like, pretend- pretentious at times. Well, in my case, like, yes, I do see the criticism. Like, I do see the response. Yes, that was the point of the movie. Like, every single character in this movie was unlikable. That's the point of the movie. But it's like, why is that the response to everything? Like, to every criticism that, like, that was made, like, that I've made. Like, I, like, I've noted, like, I did like the screenplay and direction, but I didn't like the editing that much. And I didn't like how the audio just cuts. Or, like, the audio, like, you know, like, uh, like Joe mentioned, like, how they, you know, 
did that with like I don't know what you said specifically, but what you've said before, like why is the response like why is the response? Well, that's the point of the movie. Is there any other like response like some people can say like this? I would like I to m to my standpoint, it isn't a good movie. But why is every like why is your response like oh that's the point of the movie? A point I of a movie should not be that it's a not good movie unless it's like the room or any like something <laughs> unless there's like well in my case like unless there's a point to the movie like why they made these decisions like there there has to be an actual point right i don't it's think not like so bad it's good kind of thing then like you just that was just faulty directing and acting and whatever else could go wrong with a movie i don't think anything went wrong with this film as Joe said, I think it did exactly what it was meant to do, but it just ultimately didn't do a whole lot. Um, yeah, I mean, like, over but that's kind of what I like about it. I like that again. I like that it's um, like just a melancholy story that you know could happen to you in a neighborhood just like yours. Oh my god! <laughs> Unavoidable. What have I created? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Like, I, I just, like, like this movie, I don't think this movie might be memorable. Like, if I would watch it again, I probably wouldn't remember much of it. Like, I after watching, like, the movie the first time around, I didn't I didn't remember much of what what, what, I, what went on during the movie. I don't, I don't know. Like, that's, like, my case. But, like, I don't think this movie is that memorable as, like, some people uh, make it out to be. Yeah, it, it got like nominated for Best Picture. It really <laughs> comes down to the performances and like the hype that it got i do think it's a little overhyped but yeah. it's still good i still like the, it the thing is like with me i'd rather watch a movie that's bad but memorable than watch a good movie that's than watch a movie that's good but not memorable because like at least like you're there for the experience and the experience when watching a movie is something you want to be there for so like when you watch a movie like marriage story and it's not memorable, then what, what was the point in watching that movie? Like, if you're not going to remember anything. I mean, like I the think the performances are memorable. Like, this the experience, is like, no, yeah, the, the performances one of Adam Driver's best performances of his career thus far. I mean, uh, he hasn't been in, like, a whole, whole lot just because, like, you know, everyone started sucking his dick after Star Wars. But, you know, it's also just because he's a good actor. I mean, I think that sometimes, you know, when people come out of a Disney property, they, uh... People think like, oh, they come out of a Disney show, so like, or a Disney movie, so they they can't be good. But like, he's a good actor. I mean, I'm not gonna de deny he is. He Scarlett Johansson, like everyone else in this movie, besides the kid actor, is like are good actors. It's just that like the movie in general wasn't memorable. Like their performances might be memorable. The direction they did with this movie might be memorable. But like, is the overall movie like memorable? For me, it's like no. I'd give it a big no. A big no. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what would you say, Joe? Like, would you say this movie's memorable? Give it a little no. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's a medium-sized no. I don't, do you want to get into number ratings? I feel like we're kind of edging the line here. Yeah. Well, let's get into number ratings. Let's so, start with uh, Isaac. Well, let's I thought start with we. Isaac. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to give. Well, initially, my uh, rating for this movie first time around was an eight out of ten. But I'm gonna yeah, give. Yeah, you give like four stars. <laughs> Yeah, I changed that to like um I think I'll change it down to like at least a six out of ten. Six out of ten? Yeah. <laughs> it oh, was Emmy, mediocre. I'm curious to hear what Emmy has to say, what your score is, um, Emmy. My rating for marriage story is uh gonna be a seven point five out of ten. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Seven point nice. five out of ten. Maybe edging on an eight, but I'll probably never watch it again, so it's gonna stay a seven point five. Got him. Uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna clock this in at a solid five. Well, that's Points. even low, I, that's even lower than mine. Yeah, I just guys, nothing impresses Joe unless it's fucking weird. Look, look, look! What did impress Joe over the past year? Joe, what did you watch that impressed you? Um, what did I watch? Oh, dude, there's this movie called Nine Days. Hell yes, watch <laughs> this movie. Um. 
good movie. I liked it. Sometimes um, I feel like Joe is supposed to be someone, like, we do this because we like movies, but, like, I feel like Joe especially just hates all movies he watches. I mean, everyone here, yeah. at my, at, like, everyone here says, like, I just hate everything, so I've gotten used to it. Like, okay, yeah, I hate everything. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. I, I like Silence of the Lambs, yes, but I think well, that was the first movie so far that I liked. <laughs> okay, well, maybe for, like, my recommendation next time, you might like it. Uh, I'm just saying, you might like the movie that I'll, I might like the it. movie that I that I'll choose next. That I'll well, choose now next that we time. know that you're going to be nicer to us, Isaac. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's only for temporary before Masochist oh, yeah. Multi Mode starts. <laughs> All right, starts, fine. So you better like embrace the nice Isaac. Um, for as much as you can before Masochist Multi comes back. Oh man, that's that's all I'll say. Because <laughs> like Masochist Multi has another great movie to suggest, and right. that's the movie well, that Joe knows. Let's not get into it too too much. Uh, yeah, we are we are we heading out, fam? We gotta plug our shit and go. Oh yeah, we forgot to do that. Um, yeah. so who wants to start? Uh, oh boy, guess what? You can do if you like. You like my voice. You like my face. Uh, good. Because there's a movie called 37 the Movie. It's awesome. It's on Secret Passes Productions. Really you can watch it. It's completely free. I cannot legally charge you for it. Or else I would. <laughs> so you can watch it on there. So yeah, have fun with that. Um, subscribe to Emmy Oliver on YouTube. Um, yes. Check out my website. I write stuff. Um, and watch 37 because it's funny. Watch a skip to like... 25 minutes in to specifically watch the the marijuana video because that's my favorite part <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a lot of like lately i'm getting a lot of praise for this marijuana video it's the it's the best scene joe it's like the magnum opus of 37 yeah, seriously. I, I don't want to blow my load talking about 37 until the 37th episode of the show all right, we do all right. The 37 that's review true. yeah i forgot to plug in my th- thing Go uh ahead, so Isaac. check out uh, check out uh, Isaac Mothew. Uh, remember to spell it with two A's, not also known, two A's. As, known oh as Masochist Mothew. <laughs> masochist Mothew. I might change my name to Masochist Mothew. I've been thinking legally. about that. <laughs> not legally. legally. Not yes. legally. Not legally, but on YouTube. I've been thinking about we'll it. We'll call you but Masso, Isaac. We'll be like, what's Masso. up? Masso. Masso. <laughs> uh, I talk a lot about it. I talk a lot about. A lot, a lot about Disney movies, uh, especially movies that I think are worth talking about and deserve hatred, like Raya, for example. Because no, I've been no. talking about why Raya is the worst movie I've seen. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I've actually, I've actually been planning to make bad. a one-hour video on why Raya is actually the worst movie I've seen. There's so much th- ever. Yeah, not the worst thing ever, but there's so much stuff. But you just that said I it have. was. So like, what's it gonna be, Isaac? Worst- we gotta end this episode. We're we're just rambling. This is this is not okay. All right. Good, goodbye, guys. We're gonna kill each other. Have yeah. a nice weekend. There will be no more yeah. bones after this in our bodies. All right, peace. Bye. Peace.